Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along, it's the Monday morning episode, and as usual, if you're IFS, you get it on a Sunday evening. Well, sometimes you do, most of the time you do, um, but sometimes you don't, and that's the chance you take. Right, yeah. Um, I know you've got some news we can get to shortly. I just want to... I've just... Um, it's twice in the last three days, I've found myself caught up in the maelstrom that is real travel in this country at the minute. Oh, yeah. Um, it Kind of indirectly, because it was my daughter. She's come back from the University of Scotland Yeah. for a long weekend. She came down Thursday evening. Now, there was... Um, Thursday afternoon, somewhere south of Doncaster, I think there was sadly a suicide on the track, uh, as occasionally happens, which sort of throws everything into chaos. So um, her train from Scotland, um, she found that she was sat in Edinburgh Station on a train for an hour and 40 minutes because the crew who were meant to arrive and look after the train hadn't arrived because of mm. all of the, uh, the the fuckery and the shenanigans of cancelled trains and everything. Mm. So she was like an hour and 40 minutes late in uh, Newcastle on Thursday night. And then today, when she's gone back up to Scotland, there's been another similar incident um, near Peterborough. So everything's fucking all over the place. I looked on the um, on the app to see what time... Um, a train wasn't if it would be delayed or anything like that and it mm. came up as cancelled I thought right. uh oh but oh well that's what happens in yeah. cases like this I've experienced it myself travelling to London a lot um, so I thought well she'd be able to get on the next one because what normally happens is they, they let you do that or other train companies will let you travel in times of um, emergency like this so we gets to Newcastle station and I go to the, um, the customer service kiosk and the woman there, um, I explained what was happening and I said that the, the quarter to four was cancelled. And she looked at her screen and she went, no. <laughs> I went, no, it was. It was cancelled. It was on, on the app that said cancelled. She says, no, not, that one ran. <laughs> I'm like, what? So, and I've got a screen grab of the app because you know what I'm like. <laughs> I've got a screen grab of the app. I says, look, there. There, look, see that there? It says cancelled. It says cancelled. And she went, well, I'm sorry about that, but but it ran. And there was something in, like, the tone of her voice. There was something in the tone of her voice and her kind of demeanour, which sort of said, well, yeah, I can see what it says there on the screen, but, I mean, you know, it doesn't paint the belief, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, what, did you feel it was a bit like the sort of, in the Brexit campaign, they thought that you were part of Operation (laughs) Fear? Project Fear. Something like that. that, Oh, well, you know, experts will tell you all sorts, but it doesn't mean it's true. 
And she's yeah. just like kind of go, well, yeah, but it wasn't cancelled. And I thought, well, what am I meant to do? Am I meant to turn up at any time or, or at that time and just, just check and make sure that it hasn't Don't been cancelled? Don't believe the app, yeah. Do I not believe your app? Is that what you're trying to say to me? And I think that's what she's trying to say. So um, the, then she said, well, she can get on the next train mm. uh, in an hour, mm. but uh, you'll have to ask the train manager if she's allowed to get on it first. So we would have had to go and stand on the platform and wait, and then wait for the train. Hello, are you the train manager? We have a grievance. We have a problem here. Fuck me. And then she would have had to change anyway once she got into Scotland onto another train. Um, so there was a one that came in which was going to go directly to where she was headed. Yeah. And I just paid 55 quid and just bought a single ticket, and I just says, here, get on this. Fucking and just hell. put her on it. It was fucking mad. Yeah. It's... Uh... Funnily enough, we're we're off on tour again for the last leg of our tour yeah, this week. Quite a lot of travelling about. Yeah, well, the, uh, just like this afternoon, just out of interest, I'm planning on driving. I thought I'll just check the train, see how much it would be, you know, just in case I fancy doing maybe just some of it on the train. Yeah, but uh, it was fucking insane, mate. I could have flown to a it foreign is. country for the same price, and I also know that it's not going to be pleasant on a lot of these trains either. Like, if indeed they're running. Yeah, they don't run, and if you do get it, like, first class is, uh, you know, there used to be, like, an upgrade thing, didn't there? And it's all right, then. You might get, like, at least a little bit of room where you sit, Mm. and it might not be totally fucking rammed with people all eating fast food, right? But normal class, like, to Newcastle, it would have been, like, about 150 quid for me. I mean, I know it's obviously booking late, but, yeah, fuck that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Driving... Driving around the country is what I found last year on the tour. It was like so nice. When you plan stop offs, I've got exactly. my I have got my route to Newcastle on Tuesday planned really nicely. Have you? Oh. Well, I was looking. Yeah, I spent a long time yesterday examining the map. I'm a member of English Heritage, so I thought I'll do a little search of what I might be able to yeah. stop at on the way. Are you aware? I can't remember if you might have told me about this, but are you aware that there is a English Heritage Nuclear Bunker in York. Fuck off. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it's Ooh. it's the it would be one of the main nuclear bunkers where like officials went to coordinate our um our response to the Soviet attack. Oh, so there's shit down there that. like maps and machines to sort yeah. of actually operate shit. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I might do it. It's on the outskirts of York. So it's a little bit right. of a detour. It's a little bit it's off a the M1. But I'm uh, depending on how it's going, I'm also planning on popping into Harrogate to go to Betty's Tea Room for oh. a uh, a cup of tea and uh, maybe a mid-morning treat. Um, <laughs> Leicester services, obviously. Uh, it's really exciting. So many stuff. What time stop-offs. are you going to have to set off then from I'm London? I'm fucking leaving. I, I am, Four in the I'm, morning? Yeah, I'm leaving really. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I've told you before, the thing about driving up north, what I've found is half the journey is getting from my front door out of London. Yeah. that That's two hours. Yeah. If you leave yeah. any time after seven, getting out of London is two hours. After that, yeah. it's fine. You're just on a big road going in one direction. It's plain sailing, mate. Yeah, it's there's there's no easy way around it, is there? It's a freaking nightmare. So and you have to I'd... get up. You have to get up at like and leave at about yeah. six, whatever time you're aiming to get there. Yeah, 
Oh, one other thing. That I thought, I'm sorry about that rant about the trains and everything earlier on, but it's just, train it's rant. just it's so ridiculous. It's, it's just... Train rant. But the other thing I was thinking as well, I mean, when people, again, we come back to people complaining about the train strikes, which have been suspended for this week, that uh, they're going to have intense talks with the train bosses. But yeah. the strike timetable remains in place because it's too late to get back to full service. Mm. So that's going to be a bit chaotic again for people. But they're not on strike. People who fucking complain about the train drivers not getting or getting paid too much. Once again, based on the last few days, I say to you, if you want to do a fucking job where someone can just jump in front of your workplace at a given (laughs) moment's notice and take their own life, if you think they're not getting fucking paid enough for having to deal with stuff like that on a random basis now and again, then get fucked. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know. Yeah, but it's not just that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, and also, it's not just the money, is it? It's like there's a million and one fucking things that they're protesting over and all people can see is how it inconveniences them. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not, no one's got any interest in looking into why they've been driven to take this action beyond yeah. just going, it's out of order, it's inconvenienced me, yeah. right? Well, I And mean, um, what you should yeah. do is think, fucking hell, this is quite extreme, but people choose to think, no, it's not even an extreme reason. Like, they're paid really well, but they just want more money and they're going to hold mm. the bosses to ransom. I mean, we've done this rant a lot, but in any situation, why would you find yourself believing the bosses? What yeah, is yeah. it in, in your life where you've been treated so well and transparently, right? Or are you just like a mug? Who is like, say, who I has spent say. every moment of your life bending over and accepting it? Can I just say that you were very quick to believe the bosses at the Sheffield Theatre the other the other day when they rang you up when they threw their when they threw uh, their uh, through the underling under the bus? Well, I was just all I wanted was redress, and that's the same as these strikers. They wanted redress and they wanted justice. I got it. The explanation was secondary. I wasn't actually interested particularly in the ins and outs of their. Um, explanation because actually all we needed was redress and justice mm. and that mm. is what we got that is very much what like, we got if the bosses want to start telling <laughs> the rail unions well sorry that we fucked you over and we've given you like pay cuts in real terms and changed your working hours and your conditions sorry we did all that but actually it wasn't our fault it was a mistake made by a middle <laughs> manager the union bosses are like Look, I don't give a fuck whose fault it is. Just sort it out, cunts. Yeah, well, and I mean, and actually, you know, if they want my advice on, you know, obviously I've I've written extensively about political communications and campaigning, and if they want my help for free, I'm happy to get involved. And the first thing I'll do is make up t- t-shirts saying. I don't give a fuck whose fault it is. Just sort it out, cunts. Sorted with out. the railway union logo at the bottom. And kind of getting back a little bit to what I said before as well, me and my daughter were saying, you know, this kind of thing that's happened on Thursday and then again today on the train lines, it's going to happen more and more because people are fucking well, yeah. at the end of their tether. Yeah. So many people are in such fucking well, in a bad way. I don't really want to talk about it because, no. you know, you don't want to No, if you're it, feeling like Christ. that, then if you're feeling like that, call Samaritans. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, maybe we'll include the number um, because, you know, you are loved. Whew. 
give well, you the number now. I'll give you the number now. I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Um, you can talk to Samaritans uh, anytime. You can call one one six one two three free from any phone. Um, you can email Joe at Samaritans.org. G O. Um, and who else have we got? We've got Campaign Against Living Miserably, 0800 585858. Uh, National Suicide Prevention Helpline, uh, 0800 689 5652. And they're all online as well. So, yeah, there's always a better way. Um, have you seen this video of these lads drinking five pints and then all vomiting? What? Have you seen this video <laughs> of these lads drinking five pints and then throwing up in their garden? No. It's amazing. Five pints in one go. Yeah, basically, it's a video of a bunch of, like, sort of, kind of, just barely post-adolescent Herberts, um, who, I don't know, they, they're they just confused teenage boys, but weren't we all at some point? So they're getting laughed yeah. at a lot on social media. But I think, I look at a video like this and I think, thank, just thank fuck social media didn't exist when I was their age. Oh, because Jesus, yeah. when I was between about the age of 17, no, 16 and 19, that was probably the most dickish I was right yeah and uh, these lads have all got they look around that age and they've all got together in someone's back garden there's about 10 of them and one of them goes to camera right here we are on 4th of November and we've all got five pints and we're going (laughs) to drink them now and they've got a table in the back garden just full of pints and I don't know what it is they're trying to prove but I assume they're going through that strange phase in, in your life where you believe that your value as a human is represented by the amount of cold fizzy lager you can consume at high speed, yeah. right? Yeah. And so they start, he goes, right, lads, let's go. And they all start doing it. And one by one, quite quickly, like literally when they're one and a half pints in, they just start vomiting. And by the end... It's just these fucking 10 spotty adolescent doofuses <laughs> stood in a back garden with their hands on their knees, all of them just throwing up. I wonder if it's actually genuine, like, what, they're all throwing up, or whether it's that thing where you see someone throwing no. up and it makes you want to throw up as well. No, and it's they're, like a domino they're all effect. throwing up from drink. I mean, it's a cold... They're all I mean, you know, the In drink. their defence, it's like... It, you know, it, I think that if you stood out, I think if I stood in a garden and tried to drink five cold pints of fucking fizzy water in quick succession in yeah. a, on a cold day like today, I'd probably throw up. But I, all I'm saying is it sort of backfired. I don't. I think they were hoping. I don't know. Maybe they thought there was to be some pretty girls out there who'd see this video and think, be impressed. Yeah. Wow, we. Yeah. These guys can drink lager like there's They're no really tomorrow. Tough. At top speed, this is the kind of guy I've been looking for. He can protect me from all the threats in society. <laughs> he <could laughs> I'm going to get in touch with him and offer sex to him right now. He could be my baby daddy. You what? know, uh, you know, there's all these people like, what's his name, Jordan Peterson, and all these like awful yeah. kind of grifters. wet wipes. Yeah, they're grifters. They're, what they are, uh, you know, the culture wars have, have somehow convinced the biggest fucking nerds and saps in society that they're in fact tough guys. And it's really funny to observe because yeah. these are fucking yeah. nerdy virgin weirdos, right? The sort of guys who cannot As look you in the eye. there's any kind of currency that's valid or, or, or relevant in being a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's the whole point. Only a nerd would think that, 
right? Yeah. So only a fucking weirdo nerd would imagine that. And the thing that they go on about is um, they, they go, women, uh, the, you know, society is... To, men, men were always there to protect and to provide to women, and that's what a woman wants. But our modern culture that is obsessed with vegan lattes and tofu and soy. being in touch with our feelings and soy, <laughs> right? That has that has de- that, that that has emasculated us, and we're no longer the men that our women want and need us to be, right? Like I tell you, what that kind of thinking leads to, and there's a lot of it about, and it's uh, you know. I don't really worry about it because I just think it's fucking funny and, like, the people who are into that shit are, like, fucking... You know, they're soft as shite. You'll never see them out in public anyway. They're mm. all, like, locked in their fucking mum's spare room, right? But it leads... If you want to see where that kind of grift leads to, look at this video um, of these lads in a back garden down in Pikes yeah. and throwing up. I would like to make an edit where it cuts from Jordan Peterson's speech <laughs> to these lads throwing up in a garden. Right? Because they've probably consumed some of his content on YouTube and now they've done yeah. this. And um, yeah, they're the laughing stock of the nation right now. But oh, like I've I say, I do, I do feel slightly, I do feel slightly bad for them. But they yeah, just you never know what's going to get out of hand online and, and turn you into a national embarrassment for 24 hours. Yeah, I suppose hours, one of them made We've the decision. They've, all, they've thrown out, they've thrown out and then they think, let's also put this out on social yeah. media. I think this yeah. is fun. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair so enough. I mean, look, there that, are, that it's work. a fine line between being a dick and being a legend. I mean, look, probably one of our the, like of all the humans of honour that we've discussed and admired and revered on this podcast... I would say, what's his name? Callum, what's his name? The Sunderland Shitter. Callum Mawson. Callum Mawson's probably one of our favourite people on earth. And there's a kid who who got so pissed that he pulled his trousers down and did a shit at the Stadium of Light. But, you know... he denies it was a shit. He said it was just a piss. Yeah, well, okay, but either way, the the fact is what he did was he owned it, didn't he? Yeah. He owned it. it. What happened, happened. And then he was just like, yeah, it fucking happened. Yeah, like, he owned it by coming on the uh, currently rested satirical... Per- per- permanently uh, rested. Thing, yeah. Very very much that that was the week that was of the... Um, <laughs> of yeah. the of the human race's end days. <laughs> That's where we're at. Yeah. That's where we're at. Can I have another whinge about something? Before oh, no. we get on to the big story of the, the weekend. Yeah. Fucking hell, West Ham, have you got like a, a strong cult of um, displays oh, no. of flags and, no. and all that kind of thing? No, that's, that would have been Palace. Palace have got a massive... <clears throat> Palace uh, do all that. Palace have got a huge... Yeah, we've talked about it, but you know Palace of Light, there's a group of Palace fans who have become obsessed with the so-called European ultra style. t 4 C, I think they call it, don't they? Whatever, I don't fucking know, but... They've got obsessed with it and they have coordinated dancing and singing and fucking flares and flags. And it's just, it's a bit silly. Um, People call the Palace, in London, a lot of people call Palace fans the Nigels, right? Yeah, Because it's sort of like, oh, let's copy what they do in Germany and Serie A, right? And let's organise it. Let's organise our football supporting and choreograph it. It's a bit embarrassing. So if you saw that at the game today, that very much would be Palace. I wish West Ham fans had the wherewithal to coordinate anything. <laughs> That's the last I, thing on our minds. 
I, I mean, it's. Um, I'm just looking. Oh yeah, I've just seen your result. Jesus, I hadn't even seen what what had happened. But that that kind of thing's infiltrated Sunderland now. Mm. It started at Newcastle a while ago with like lots of flags and stuff, mm. and then we've started doing it. And then there's all these accusations of, well, you've copied us, and uh, oh, we did God. it first, and all that kind oh, of thing. Oh God! But, Come but, on, guys. It's, it's 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 got to a point now where like the last home game or last home game but one, I think. There was a big display for Niall Quinn because it was his birthday mm. and everyone had to lift up Let's do cards. him a display. It was Niall Quinn's birthday. So we had to lift up, well, we didn't do it, it was in the South Stand. And they lifted up cards and it said something like Niall Quinn mm. in fucking big letters. Yesterday, as you'll have known, at West Ham today, it'll have been Remembrance oh, yeah. Sunday kind of thing yeah. where the, 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 the military come out and they do the two-minute silence and all that. Yeah. They lay the wreath. That happens every year. Um absolutely fine so that happened before the game but the um, the fans behind the goal who do their little displays they did one of a big poppy right. um, which is again nice you know what I mean mm, but yeah. then on 11 minutes into the game all of a sudden they unfurl this fucking massive banner that goes the full width of the um, the stand and it says something like this shall never be forgotten right. which of course is the catchphrase of Poppy Week, War Christmas, call or whatever yeah. you want. So that that gets you Don't you ever forget them. Ever. Would you call if it? I ca- if I catch you forgetting those heroes for even one second, you pampered soy latte drinking cunts, I will cut you open. I'll come up to you randomly and say, do you remember the fallen? You better say yes. Oh, one no. second. Are you thinking about them now? Yes. What about now? Yes, and now no, I was thinking about something else for a second. You was, mug, you are going down. I was thinking, I was thinking about sex because that's what me men do every seven seconds. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unacceptable. I was <laughs> red blooded as an explode, but even when I am aroused and making love to my missus, I am still thinking <laughs> of the fallen, those men who gave their lives to protect us. From the tyranny of the Nazis and also Kaiser Wilhelm before them. And all the foreigns. What's coming in? And don't forget Saddam Hussein, Al-Qaeda, and of course, General (laughs) Grucieri. So this fucking banner gets unfurled on 11 minutes and a a sporadic um, minutes applause breaks out on 11, because it's 11-11, or 11th, the 11th, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, we've done this. We did this at the beginning of the game. We had the two-minute silence at the start. The two-minute silence enough, wasn't mate. observed, by the way. Someone started clapping about a minute into the two-minute silence. <laughs> so it, the, the Venn diagram of a minute silence and a minute applause was well, overlapped in that section. Yeah. So we had, we had the tension between the silence mm. and the applause that was, that, was, that was there. So this fucking banner unfurls. Everyone starts clapping. Yeah. And during the minute of clapping... Clap the banner! During the minute of clapping, Cardiff get a penalty. Oh no! Right, so, so what do you do then? Most of the people didn't see the penalty incident because everyone's looking at this banner being unfurled down the south stand, and then they've got a penalty, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck! What do we do? Do we keep clapping? We can't, it don't feel right to clap because the other team's got a penalty." So it was just ridiculous. We saved the penalty, by the way. Still mm. went on to lose one nil. But I just thought, fuck me, can we not just come here and watch a fucking football match? Mm. Without all of this fucking 
we're, you know, we're, we're having it's now Quinn's birthday. We're having a round of applause for the fucking anniversary of the erection oh. of the Clifton Suspension Bridge. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Fuck did you sake. say? That, that, yeah, you no, you're right. There's too much shit going on at the football. Can't you yeah. just go and watch the football? Yeah, exactly. It's too what much happened admin? to go in to watch the fucking football? Mind you, we're getting dangerously close to the people who say, you know, taking a knee is a disgrace. You don't bring you don't bring politics into football. Who are the same people who will go, you better remember the forum. Well, exactly, yeah. Yeah, where's so the line? They get politics? a bit muddled up, don't yeah. they? Where's your political line? But there was mm. another one last week which I saw someone tweet about at Newcastle's home game. Uh, it said on the big screen or something, uh, today is a very, very special occasion. And then it came up on the screen that it was, you know, um, Amanda Staveley, who is mm. the part owner of Newcastle now, along oh, with the yeah. Saudi Arabian murder regime. Yeah. So it's Amanda Staveley and her husband. It comes up on the screen. It's their it's their 11th wedding anniversary. And they put up on the screen. No, James are you part. serious? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. you now. I mean, where does, it, where does it all end? Yeah. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jalapeño. I think maybe, like, look, we live in a secular society, right? And all the traditional things that kept communities together, a lot of the <laughs> yeah. things have like disintegrated. So, you know, once upon a time you had the church, yeah? Yeah. Um, or whatever. Um, and like, then there was, there was other things in communities, wasn't there? There was industries in some communities that kept people together and the things that surrounded those uh, industries, yeah, heavy industry. Yeah, yeah there, it was not just the fact that you worked together. But when there was heavy industry, there was like communities lived together, they drank together, they, exactly. they celebrated yeah. things together. Right? There are not pub, even pubs have gone, and the ones that are still around, people actually like most ordinary people can't really afford to just go there as a daily thing to get together because it's just like prohibitively expensive to go to pubs. Right? There isn't. There is. There is a lot missing from community. You know. Public services 
you know, they what was left of them got eradicated during austerity. Yeah. You know, a lot of towns just don't have fucking post offices or libraries anymore. So any mm. of the things that got people together en masse, right, where they could share in something that felt communal and emotional have gone. Football remains, although, of course, football is pretty elitist. It's extremely expensive, right? Yeah. Um, but I think in some ways... They're trying to fill the void because, you know, once upon a time, say there was like, I don't know, fucking working man's club or church or just the fucking boozer. And I mean the boozer in the sort of mm. Rover's Return or the Queen Vic style of the boozer where it was just a place that everyone in that community congregated on a daily basis. You know, you'd celebrate things together, right? You'd observe moments together. Now, there's nothing like that. So football for whatever reason has decided has taken it upon itself to cram every, all the roles of all those other things that have gone into one fucking place where you go once every fortnight right yeah. you only go once yeah. every fortnight and they go right before we get started with today's main entertainment let's go through some of our meeting minutes first of all here is a list of people who apologise for not being here today. Now we will recap what happened at the last home fixture. Now, anniversaries. Where do we start? Right? When the anniversaries? Like, Deaths. We only came in for the, here for the football. We're only here for the football. <laughs> we should start a fucking movement called We're Only Here for the Football. Yeah. Yeah. Keep football, keep football playing. Yeah, <laughs> the plain football organisation. Right? And all this sort of like, we're going to be like the ultras, the ultras, the ultras. We're going yeah. to paint a flag and we're going to do a song. <laughs> it was hell, a bit man. more spontaneous than that back in the day. It was sort of felt like authentic, driven by authentic emotion. Whereas now everything's art directed. But I have to say, although I am enjoying this conversation about these things... We are such a couple of grumpy old cunts. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is just classic. Do you know what I mean? Where's it just classic? Like, basically, we're basically moaning, like madmen shouting at the moon, right? And, and complaining about the way in which it coordinates the tides of the sea. We are Ugh. annoyed that something that we used to enjoy isn't enjoyed in the same way by the new generation. <laughs> You should yeah. enjoy it like we used to do it. Why are you doing it different, you little bastards? You should enjoy it like we did, standing up with some cunt pissing down your back. There's someone throwing a dart at your nut when you're trying to watch the game. <laughs> now, that was proper fun. Not like today. I paid a pound to get in and I got chased back to the station. <laughs> someone Not threw me. a brick at me and a policeman just laughed. Yeah, so okay, I mean, that's, you know, that's the end of all of my grievances. That, then that, that's today's Mona done with. But you know, but you've got something you can counter that with, haven't you? You've got some lovely well, news. I didn't go to West Ham today. We were at home, but I didn't go because instead I went to pick up a kitten. Oh, yeah, and uh, oh. and that was a really good reason to not attend a football match. Um, that's it. Do, so. do you go to weekend? Do you go? Did you? Do you go? I'm a West Ham fan. You, you get people like this. I don't know if you get it in Sunderland, but... Oh, you're, you're a Sunderland fan, are you? Yeah. Do you go? Yes, I fucking yeah, go. Yeah. I've got a season ticket, you cunt. Do you get that? Right. So people say, oh, do you go? Of course I fucking go. Right. Um, so, yeah, I do... You know, obviously I've had a season ticket fucking 30 years. Uh, but sometimes I, when I was younger, 
I would be like, yeah, go. No, matter what? Rain or shine, I'll fucking go. I don't care. We win or lose him, I'll fucking go. Whereas now, what maturity has brought to me is this. Well, I could go in the pouring rain to West Ham Palace, (laughs) or I could go and buy a fucking kitten, come back, (laughs) play with the cunt, right? Revive the fucking, what's left of the joy and love in my heart, right? Uh, Lift my (laughs) weary spirits and then watch the fucking game on a snide internet feed with a cup of tea and my slippers on. <laughs> and that's what I fucking did, you cunts. Right? And well, I this played... is what I thought about yesterday. We got beat 1-0 at home against Cardiff. And I, yeah. I was too ill to go to the last one where we right. got beat 4-2 off Burnley. But at least I was sat in the house watching yeah. it on the telly with a cup oh, of tea and lovely. a nice bit of Victoria sponge. Like, yeah, that's it. West Ham. That's the future. West Ham. It was... I don't know what the weather's like up there today, right? But today... Driving fucking rain, right? Mm. Freezing and driving rain. A proper, really horrible, miserable November day, yeah? And I, and West Ham played absolute shit, right? Um, And Palace, who, to be fair, deserved to win the game. But they won it in particularly heartbreaking style because it was the last minute of injury time. The last minute of injury time. They broke away and scored with more or less the last kick of the game. So well done, Palace. You deserved it. Um, But I'm sat there, right? I've got... Just uh, this week got out the old... uh, What do you call them? The cosy slipper socks? Yeah. A winter staple. Hibernation is beginning. So I've got them on. I've got my uh, lovely tracksuit, a new sweatshirt that this organisation sent me called Dadless Soul, which is uh, right. an organisation to help you be a dad Very when you've nice. got little kids. You know, for dads who've got kids younger than us, when it's like, you know, when you're really bored because you have to go yeah. to the swings and do shit things all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's you- what I like about it. I interviewed him for the reset and... Like, I, I shouldn't really speak for him, and he doesn't put it this way himself, but what he more or less said was, yeah, if you want to be a hands-on dad, I mean, I suppose it makes you feel good, but also it's really fucking boring and depressing, isn't it? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, mate, fucking hell, why do you think I became an alky, right? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> right, I kept going to the fucking pub all the time, right? And, um, and uh, yeah, anyway, dadless soul. But they, they, they set up an organisation where you... Yeah, it's all down on the south coast at the moment, but they just do things that are like more of a laugh, like and they get okay. loads of dads givers, like you know, sort of fun stuff. You know, where you I don't know. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. Whatever. But anyway, I've got they sent me a free sweatshirt and I'm really pleased with it. So I'm wearing that cozy sweatshirt, my tracksuit bottoms, my slipper socks, I've got a pot of tea on the go, right? Yeah. And this little kitten that I just had been to pick up, right? Mm-hmm. Bobby, his name is, Bobby. is Obviously, absolutely gorgeous, heart melting. There's been a lot of sadness in our house really the last couple of weeks. There's been a cloud over it. And in the end, me and yeah. the missus decided it was a very good idea to get some love back into the house to fill the void. Idea, yeah. And we had a memorial yesterday for Nelson because we finally got his ashes back. Oh, right, Have you okay. got them ashes yet? I'm fucking glad I didn't pay up front, you cunts. I just, so, I need them, I need them ASAP because we've got a new one coming in tomorrow. That's exactly it. And what I really don't, what I said was, I really don't want to do the memorial service with the other yeah. kitten around. Because, you know, kittens are really like, they're a, they're fucking, they're busy cunts. That's the thing There's about kittens. There's nothing more inappropriate than a memorial service than a kitten. Than a kitten, exactly. Because kittens just don't have any respect for the dead, right? <laughs> they, they think everything's about them because, frankly, they're yeah. egotists, right? 
And they're constantly all about fun. They just want to have fun and play all the time. And I had Nelson's Ashes and, you know, I, I scattered them and we all had said a few words and it was quite sombre, but it was bittersweet. And I thought, the last thing I need is a fucking kitten jumping out of nowhere and trying to eat the ashes of the old cat. Do you know yeah, what I mean? that would be wrong. Yeah. It would be horrible. So luckily, the, they came back in the nick of time. We did the Moro yesterday. And this uh, and the cat is just... Uh, I bought it off some Brazilians down in Sutton. Nice. <laughs> and the transaction was content worthy uh, because it was off of uh, Gumtree, yeah? But I did okay. a lot of research about kitten scammers because there's a lot of it about. Right. But I imagine this, yeah, anything, anything's got well, a scam. Yeah, me and my to me and my daughter went, and there's a million and one things you say not to get scammed. And Gumtree keep like sending you shit because they feel like they've got you your care now because presumably there's been so many scams on Gumtree over That's years. Nice. And they send you a lot of emails going, "We notice you're trying to buy a kitten. Yeah, I'm fucking try a bit of kitten. Mind your sure? business. What's this? <laughs> fucking Big Brother State." Right? You shouldn't be looking at the things I'm searching for on Gumtree. What next? I'm trying to meet up for some casual nookie with a stranger, and you send me an email going, We noticed you've been looking for casual sex with a stranger. Here are some do's and don'ts to make sure you don't get your willy cut off. Right? Make sure you get rubber up first. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, mind your own business. Right? Anyway. But it was funny because I was on my way down there with my. I'd been in negotiation with a lad called Roberto for a week right and on the way down I'm like checking and double checking various things and I'm briefing my daughter because she's like what if it's like the house in Breaking Bad where Jesse goes and there's a couple of meth heads there's a I don't know if you remember there's a great thing in what on the early series where Jesse's been mugged or one of Jesse's dealers has been mugged and Jesse finds out who mugged them and it's a couple of fucked up meth heads so he goes around to their house right. to get his money back and when he gets there They've got like this kids wandering around the place like with a dirty nappy and it's completely uncared for and they're both fucking lunatics and it's just like really scary and they've got a gun and they keep him prisoner and in the end yeah. he like I think he pushes a fucking cat one of them's nicked a uh, an ATM machine and put it in their house and he pushes it on their head. <laughs> anyway, it's a really, really, really disturbing episode and my daughter just kept going, I've got a really bad feeling about this place. We're going to turn up and it's going to be like that meth house in Breaking Bad. I'm like, don't worry, it'll be fine. They sound really nice. But then I was just thinking, I think we talked about this already the other day, but I was talking to my mum about it. Because when we were kids, we had fucking animals coming out of our ears in our fucking house, right? Yeah. And and we talked about this the other day, didn't we? We were talking about it backstage, yeah. The pet trade in your local fucking community was just like, yeah... I've got a cat. A cat just had curtains. Do you want one? Yeah, all right. That was it. Yeah. All right. Here it is. I've got it in my pocket. And they give it to you. Very rarely. I can't remember ever money changing hands. All this shit. Like, does it have its jabs? (laughs) Have you wormed it? Are you sure it is eight weeks and it has been sufficiently with its mother? Do you have its papers? Yeah, it's all that. And look, fair play, all that stuff. I did observe it this time and I do take it seriously. And I'm not saying it was better in the old days. I'm not doing another it was better in the old days rant. But it is funny to me because we're also looking into a dog. And it involves It even (laughs) involves... That involves so much admin, it's unbelievable. I mean, getting a fucking puppy is like harder than... Well, I put it this way. I've been applying... I've been for ages trying to sort out my Irish citizenship. That's more straightforward for me than adopting a puppy. 
right, in terms of the admin. <laughs> right. Well, the Irish are fine right. about it. They're like, oh, you see your granddad? He was, oh, he was Irish, was he? Ah, no problem at all. Come on. In your cob now. Just sign here. It's a pleasure to have you. <laughs> no, don't worry about the tax or anything like that. We'll sort that out later down the line. You just come over and make yourself at home. <laughs> Whereas if you want to while get a fucking puppy... While we're mentioning the Irish, can I just mm. hugely recommend the film The Banshees of Inisheen? Oh, yeah, everyone's going on about that. Yeah. You, oh, you, oh, you've got to see it. I haven't it. seen well, it yet. I'll, I'll, I'll I might try this. and see it this week while we're on tour. Yeah, the, the trailer suggested it. it's a kind of a whimsical kind mm. of comedy thing. But I'll say this, for a while it is, until it isn't. And right. then it gets incredibly bleak. Oh, That's all I'll say. Be okay. prepared for that. Yeah, I might try and go and see that in the middle of the week, actually. I might oh, try and catch that in. I might try and see that in Glasgow. I'm going to go and see that in Glasgow. Because it was on right. our first tour where I went to a small town just outside Bristol in the middle of the day and watched the world's unluckiest van driver for the first hey. time. And those That's were the, the days long before launch. you became involved in the Loach Empire. Yeah. Those were just the days when we were sniggering from the sidelines of uh, at Loach's oeuvre, and now you're part of it. Um, well, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, anyway, we went over there, and I was thinking, I don't know how this will work out, but it was fine. But the thing is, there was this couple, and they had the cat, the mum cat and all these kittens, but they were Brazilian, and they didn't speak English. And oh. there, and it, uh, so I'd been doing negotiations with their son Roberto, but he couldn't make right. it over to the house. So what happened oh. was I got there, she called him up, and she put him on speakerphone, and the whole th- transaction um, was conducted in her kitchen with me and my daughter on one side, her on the other side, the cats just playing <laughs> all around us, fucking loads of them, and this lad on speakerphone doing all the translating. Meanwhile. Right, Mr. Brazilian, right, the third member of the family, the dad, he was just, he was pure this and that. He was just sat at the table eating a sandwich. He had his just eat delivery moped in the kitchen, in the dining area with him, which I really respected. Brilliant. Yeah, he just, yeah. Uh, it's like he'd driven straight from work, parked it next to the table, sat down, was like, <laughs> I like okay. that. Where's my sandwich? Right. <laughs> and he was not engaged at all. And every time I just tried to do a friendly, like, look at him as if to say, all right, mate, I appreciate I'm in your house on a Sunday morning. Uh, so just being friendly to you. He just looked at me and like rolled his eyes. as if to say, fucking baby man, come in here for your kitten. Grow oh, you like the pussycats, do you? <laughs> yeah, it was like that. Yeah, guys, speak to my wife. I don't deal with any pussycat admin. You say I'm a man. I got, I got serious interests and responsibilities. Clearly, not for you. <laughs> uh, but so it all, all went, all's, uh, all's well that's ends well. I did pay good. her, did a bank transfer, and then uh, got got around. The, the the it's a boy cat called Bobby, and he he meowed all the way home. Meow 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 because he's shitting oh. himself because he's just lived with his mum. Like, yeah, and course. all his siblings. And now suddenly he's in a car in a box with two strangers. He's never been in a yeah. fucking car. He's shitting it. He got so scared he threw up at one point, right? Oh, and I'm thinking, oh, this is awful. So we got him home and we let him be. We let him out of the box and he slowly, slowly came out of the box. Bit mm. nervy, looking around. And then he just started quite quickly. Um, it has transpired that this is a cat that likes to live out loud. Because he was nervous hey. for about the first five minutes. Then he got out and he investigated the entire living room, bit by bit, sniffing everything. Mm. Right, let's have a sniff of that. Good. Right, quick look at that. I'm going to touch that. Right, that's that done. Right, on to the next thing. What else you got here? 
right? We've got a lot of plants. Did you know some plants are poisonous to cats? So thank God. No. We'd researched that and put and hidden and put some of the ones that were dangerous upstairs because straight away he's fucking gone over to all the plants he's biting the leaves he's knocking some over fuck off shit plant anyway what's this one <laughs> i'll have a sniff of that right chop some of the earth out the pot good what's next right jump down what's this a fucking nintendo switch grow up cunts not that off the shelf with his paw i'll piss on that yeah bang <laughs> fucking hell grow up you're adults what are you playing fucking video games for Right, what else you got? And he fucking absolutely loved it. And then we'd uh, bought one of them toys that you torment a cat with, which is like yeah. a sort of a squeaky thing on the end of a string, which you control yeah. with a stick. Started doing all that. And he straight away does the old, he is jumping up really high, flipping over in midair, falling on his yeah. ass, jumping Natural straight instinct. back up again. Yeah. I'm thinking, this is great, right? Then we had some lunch. When we went over and sat at the table to have lunch, he's like this. He's by his stick. Right, by the stick, and he's going like this. He's only eight weeks old, Andy. He's going like this. Meow, meow. But he's not doing out of fear anymore. He's looking at us going, Oi, come, come back over here and get this That's fucking stick, stick going again. I was enjoying that. What are you doing? <laughs> Stuff in your faces. Come back over here. Right? Oh, so I actually on. had to, because he's so heart melting, I stopped eating my lunch. It's not often that he comes through me and my meal. And I got, I had to break off from lunch and walk over. And play with him yeah. for a bit more yeah, because he was so him. sad I hadn't played. And then I got the game on a moody stream, right? And it was lovely, mate. I was sat there in my comfy clothes, cup mm-hmm. of tea on the go, cup of tea in one hand, tormenting stick in the other, right? Watching the game, playing with the fucking kitten. Dreamland. Mm-hmm. And even when we lost, I did what I often do when we lose, especially in dramatic and very sad, heartbreaking circumstances. I have to have a sleep straight afterwards. <laughs> that's something that's just happened to me over recent years. Like, I think the emotion is, it builds up so much. Now, however much I tell myself, I don't care, it's just a child's game. When you lose in last minute, it's just like, it's really hard for me to talk or process it. So I very often you just go, down. I go to my room and I shut my body down. Yeah. yeah. And it was quite good because Bobby decided to have a kip at the same time. Right. right. I'm away for a kip. I'm fucking knackered. That's the thing about kittens, they get knackered really easily because they're tiny. (laughs) But when they're awake, they live out loud to such an extreme degree that they totally expend every last ounce of energy and they just instantly suddenly go to sleep. And then they do sleep, 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 really intensely. Sleep, sleep, sleep for an hour. And then they wake up and go, right, let's go again. More. Yeah. So it was quite good. By the time I woke up, he was up and about going mental again. So good times. So where's he going to sleep tonight then? He's sleeping downstairs. We've got him a little, um, what would you call it? Like an, a sort of, it's like a igloo. It's like a basketball right. with a roof. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we're going to try and entice him into it, but I don't know whether he'll get into that. But he will sleep yeah. locked down there. But there is a chance that one of us, either me or my wife, might sleep down with him. Yeah, because you yeah. sort Because if not, he might freak out. So first yeah. couple of nights, we might do that. I think that's what I did with ours when we had a kitten a few years ago. Um, yeah. Young Ziggy. Same sort of thing, but he was like, so it, it, he would once he had the run of the house, he would like come into my bedroom in the morning and attack me feet at the bottom mm. of the bed. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. so you'd just be waking up by these fucking claws digging into yeah, your feet. Great way to wake up, though, in a way. Yeah, you'll probably work after that. Well, I want yeah. to thank you because the start of this episode, I was, I was, I was yeah. ranting and raving about the the chaos on the trains and 
uh, I'd just got in when mm. we started recording, so I was still really fucking yeah. up a height with it all. But yeah. the story of Bobby, Bobby's yeah. arrivals, just really chilled me it's out. It's really Thanks good. I mean, it's really... I have been sad, and the whole family have been sad last couple of weeks, but you get a fucking... You get a... Uh, kitten in the house and everyone's mood really brightens um i'm not saying that's the solution we were talking earlier if you're going for a bad time you're going for a bad time i'm not saying go out and get, get a kitten, kitten that'll solve anything but what i yeah. i suppose all i am saying is kittens are fun and yeah. i love them there you go that's the message of this episode yeah quick update <laughs> on the prediction league uh results bot got one point you and me got nothing Ugh. absolutely zero Fucking hell. I can't wait for this World Cup now. West Ham are doing so shit. I just want to fucking break. I know this I is the fa- world, I need the world... to co- I need to focus on my kitten play. I know this is the World Cup of misery, but there's some days, you know, when there's four games and the first one starts at ten AM. Lovely. Fuck. Oh, talking of the World Cup, me and um Len are doing panini stickers, but yeah. we've got an album each and it's good, but we can only swap with each other. Right, and right. Len's really tight about his swaps as well. Sometimes, even if he's got a double, he won't necessarily give it to me. Right, so well, that's if it's annoying. Not a good trade for him. Yeah, exactly. Because he'll go, yeah. "Well, this is an A one swap, and you're yeah. offering me like a B or C level in return." Mm. And so that's frustrating. So get in touch on Twitter if you're currently doing Panini and you're interested in any swaps. <laughs> Be- and right. you're coming to see us on tour because oh, right, I'm yeah. gonna. I may bring my swapsies on tour yeah. if I feel that I'm gonna get anything out of it. And I've told him this, and it's really fucked him off, which has made me even more determined to try and yeah. do this. So if you're interested in any sticker swapsies, not don't bring anything else like Premier League or Match Attacks. It's the World Cup Panini album. If you're doing it and you've got swapsies, contact me on Twitter or email and bring them along to the show. Live on stage swapsies. Live swapsies, Along with the yeah. nature table. Don't forget to bring stuff for the nature table as well because that's gone really well in Leeds and Sheffield. So well. You, I brilliant. tell you what, if you're in London, no one will bring fucking anything in London. Nah, I won't, will they? Sorry, yeah. as a Londoner, I feel bad being so negative about London. Maybe it's your influence on me. But I know that the London crowd in Soho well, are unlikely to bring any nature table stuff, right? We'll but, see. If you want to beat Leeds and Sheffield's audiences for nature table stuff, I'm talking to you, Newcastle, Glasgow and uh, and Nottingham, right? Big conurbations, but with wonderful nature surrounding all of them. So you've got no excuse, Mm. right? It's going to take a lot for you to match what Leeds and Sheffield did. But I know you've got it in you. Not you, London, you haven't got it in you. There we go. Looking forward to doing them shows. Come along. Still tickets on sale for all of them if you haven't uh, got involved yet. Uh, have a look at our website for ticket links and also our Twitter feed. Thank you very much for listening. Oh my god, it's been a fifty-minute one. Who knew? Whoa! Well, we did run the full gamut of life. I feel. I think so. I think we did. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.